0: The story of Django told by the co-creator Simon Willison. Django started when Adrian Holloway and I were working together for a year at the Lawrence Journal World newspaper back in 2003 to 2004. I was there on a year-long internship. My UK university offered the change to work abroad. Adrian had already created Lawrence.com using PHP, and I had about five years of PHP experience. Both of us were fed up with trying to maintain large sites in PHP. This was before namespace, PHP 5, etc. So it may be better now. But at the time it started to drag once you get above a certain size of codebase. We had both fallen in love with Python, probably thanks to Mark Pilgrim's dive into Python book. We wanted to switch to doing web development in Python, but we both had very strong opinions about how web development should work. Things like the importance of well-designed URLs and making good use of CSS. Back in 2004, the web standards movement was still a relatively new thing. We looked at the existing set of Python tools for web development, but none of them fitted the way we wanted to work. We also looked at Python deployment options and found that the best bet appeared to be mod underscore Python mod-python is an Apache module that embeds the Python interpreter within the server. With mod-python you can write web-based application in Python that will run many times faster than traditional CGI and will have access to advanced features such as ability to retain database connections and other data between hits and access to Apache internals. The original reason for creating Django was that we weren't confident that mod underscore Python would scale. So we wanted to have our own thin abstraction layer between it and our code, just in case we needed to ditch mod Python for something else. That's where Django HTTP request HTTP response objects came from. WSGI didn't exist yet. In fact, we got involved under the initial Python. Web mailing list to talk about what became WSGI based on what we were learning while building Django. But that process took several years, and the eventual spec didn't look much like our request response object. We never really intended to build a web framework. For the longest time, the code that became Django was referred to as the CMS. We programmed some of the core aspects of Django the request response objects, the URL resolving and the template language in particular. The ORM started life as some very unpleasant repetitive class that we kept on having to copy and paste for each of our persistent models. We were sure there was a better way of doing it, but we didn't know quite what it was. Then I went away to SXSV 24 for a week, and when I came back, Adrian had written a code generator that sped out all of our model paths for us, I think he might even have had it spinning out simple versions of the admin pages as well. The aim with Django was always to port Lawrence.com to it. So you could say that while Rails was extracted out of Basecamp, Django was built up to fit the functionality of Lawrence.com. We also built several new sites of Django. The first ever Django site to go live was 6 My internship only lasted a year, and a month before we left, we hired Jakob Kaplan-Moss as my replacement. Jakob and Adrian continued to develop Django, and about a year later convinced the World Company, the owners of the newspaper, to open source it. The successful story of Ruben Rails was a useful argument there, but I understand the world company were also convinced by the amount of free software the company had benefited from previously, and the desire to give something back to that community. Adrian named it after his favorite guitarist Jenka Reinhardt's. At some point, the code generator had been replaced with a much smarter system based on Metaclass. After that, everything is pretty much on the public record.